Do you seek the freedom to pursue greater meaning and purpose in your life? Is there something that you're passionate about that you'd like to support by giving time, talent, or money? Do you seek a level of financial freedom to live an ideal life as you uniquely define it? Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to helping you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. Welcome, friends, to the Money and Meaning Show. My name is Jeff Bernier. I am your coach and your guide. This show is all about helping you gain clarity and confidence to live a great life. We combine a discussion of wealth management topics with the pursuit of meaning and purpose in your life. In my day job, I'm the founder and president of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, a wealth management firm here in Alpharetta, Georgia, a suburb in the greater Atlanta area. We have not even to risk the adventure alone. For the heroes of all time have gone before us. The labyrinth is thoroughly known. We have only to follow the thread of the hero path. And where we have thought to find an abomination, we find a God. And where we have thought to slay another, we slay ourselves. And where we have thought to travel outward, we shall come to the center of our own existence. And where we have thought to be alone, we shall be with all the world. Joseph Campbell. You know, humans are drawn to story. Cultures have produced stories that captivate audiences, from parables in the religious scriptures of every faith to the Odyssey, from the plays of Shakespeare or the novels of Charles Dickens and the operas of Mozart, or even the movies like The Wizard of Oz or The Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or The Band of Brothers. All these narratives share a basic architecture or archetype what anthropologists refer to as a monomyth, and Joseph Campbell, who I just quoted, calls the hero's journey. Joseph Campbell was an American professor of literature uh, who worked in comparative mythology and comparative religion. Uh, I'd never heard of Joseph Campbell until several years ago. I was introduced to him uh, as I was visiting once with someone who worked at a a therapy program for adolescents. And she described to me that in the program that they did with these adolescents, they put the kids through um, the stages of what Joseph Campbell calls the hero's journey, these common themes that you see in many, many stories. They even used a really cool little parable book called The Knight in Rusty Armor, which follows fairly closely but simply with the ideas that Joseph Campbell discussed uh, when he was talking about the elements of these myths that were consistent and these stories that are consistent. Uh, If you'd like to learn more about this, you can check out Joseph Campbell's book, um, uh, The uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Um, Recently, I watched uh, a YouTube video that was... Uh, that Bill Moyers did interviews with Joseph Campbell that was recorded all the way back in 1987, and it's a great, it's a great refresher. But what Campbell believed was all these great stories follow this similar pattern, what he called this hero's journey. And so, why do we why do we find this pattern so engaging? Because I think, consciously or not, it reenacts the struggle of our own lives. However. 
they may feel. We all go through some of these serious, some of these on our own hero's journey, if you will. And so while today I don't really want to go through all of the aspects of Joseph Campbell's stages of the hero's journey, um, if you go deeper and you learn more about it, um, you'll never watch movies or read books the same because you will see the elements of this. But I would like to use some of the elements of story to talk a little bit about my hero. Uh, someone else that um, introduced me to these concepts was a guy named Donald Miller. Donald Miller is a best-selling author. Uh, he has a business consulting firm, and he talks about the eight elements of story. So about every book or movie, as I mentioned, you'll see these, see these elements. So I'd like to use some of these concepts around these common elements of story and these eight elements of story to talk a little bit about, as I mentioned, my hero or my, my character, uh, the character that we, that we hope to serve, which is you, the audience. And so the first element of every story is that every great story has a character that wants something. Again, I'm my hero. Well, in my story, you're the hero. You, the mid to late career executive, the recently retired executive, the recently retired individual who is transitioning to this new ha half, and you want some things, uh, both emotionally and, and intellectually. So what, so what does my hero want? My hero wants freedom. They want clarity. They want the abundant life. They want peace. Uh, they want to take care of their loved ones and be seen as responsible. They want to be a good provider, and they want to be a good steward. So my hero is this mid to late career uh, business person or recently retired individual who is going to the locker room, as we have discussed on this show many, many times, and they want some of these elements. And so element number one of a great story is the character. So there's our character. Number two element in almost every story is the character or the hero has some problems. So they have things that they want, and element number two is they have problems. And there's philosophical problems, there's internal problems, there's external problems. Well, my hero has some internal problems. Um, they, as we talked about last month with Mark Danzi, um, they confuse com uh, possessions and things and accomplishments, um, believing that they will make them happy or give them meaning or make them fulfilled. So there's some internal struggles that my hero has as they've accumulated a lot of stuff but still lack meaning. Uh, they have this philosophical problem uh, that believe if I'm financially secure, uh, life will be great. I'll no longer have problems. So those are internal or philosophical problems that the hero in my story has. And then they also have some external problems. Um, the first one I'll just talk about in the terms of VUCA, V-U-C-A. And that stands for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And so we live in a VUCA world. It's a volatile world, it's an uncertain world, it's a complex world, and it's a very ambiguous world. So my hero that has um, these things that they want, they want this peace and this abundance and this joy, they have these, we live in this VUCA world, this volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous world. And they also face some challenges. 
And right now, they face some daunting challenges. Uh, as they plan for this second half, what some people call retirement, I like to call financial freedom, uh, one of the problems is that we've experienced um, a century in this country where we've had um, really good returns in investment classes that we've talked about on this show a lot. So they come into retirement today with relatively high equity valuations. In other words, stocks aren't cheap. And as we've also talked about on this show, the subsequent returns of any investment are largely driven by what you pay for them. And so if you're going into retirement in an era where equity asset classes are not historically cheap, your expected returns are lower. So my heroes got this problem. We may have lower returns in the future than we may have had in the past. And the problem also is my hero doesn't even know this because we extrapolate the past into the future. That's problem number one. Problem number two is not only are equity asset classes not cheap uh, for my hero as they move into retirement, we also have historically low fixed income yields, bond yields. And so for the portions of my hero's portfolio that's in fixed income investments, those also have lower expected returns. The third challenge is we're living longer. So my hero's got these challenges. They're moving into this new phase of life where they're living off of their capital. Uh, they've got lower expected returns on equities. They've got lower expected returns in fixed income. And we're living longer. We need income for longer. So increased longevity is a wonderful thing um, in that we have more time uh, on this planet to do what we're called to do, but you requires that you need more capital. So that's the third challenge, external challenge, if you will. A fourth one is the cost of health care is, uh, as you are probably all aware, and we've talked about it on the show with Medicare and long-term care experts, but the cost of long-term care and the cost of long-term medical. So that's a challenge. Um, we also have concerns. A fifth challenge, external challenge, is the solvency of government programs. So we go into this retirement phase of the second half or this uh, financial independence phase, as I'm describing, and in the past, we've had a three-legged stool, and one of those legs of that stool were government programs. The solvency of some of these programs may come into question. And then the final external challenge that my hero has is we've lived through some fairly significant bear markets just in the last 15 years. I mean, we've, uh, or 20 years rather, but, you know, we had the tech bubble burst, we had the great financial crisis. And so as my hero is moving into this new phase of life, possibly unprepared for what they're going to face, they've also been hit recently in the last 15 or 20 years or so with some major bear markets and is causing them to make behavioral mistakes that we talked about a couple, a couple of months ago with David Holstrom. So, so my hero has some challenges, both philosophical, internal, and these external challenges. So that's the second element of story, is, uh, is, is the hero has these problems. Well, in almost every great story, the third element, and this is where I come in, is the hero meets a guide, a guide who understands them. And as holistic wealth advisors, this is essentially the job that we apply for. We would like to be, uh, you know, we would like to be Obi-Wan Kenobi to Luke Skywalker. We would like to be the guide. 
And if you're looking for a guide, there are two things that your guide must have. The first one is they must have empathy. They have to get you. They have to understand your problem. They have to understand your money and meaning challenge. They have to understand these elements of these external challenges that I just talked about. And they also need to understand your philosophical or your internal challenges that are unique to you, perhaps. So you need a guide with empathy. The second thing your guide must have to be a good guide is they have to have authority. They have to have uh, some credentials, meaning uh, have they done this before? Do they have some experience? Do they have the expertise that is required? Have they been through this journey? Is this their first, uh, is this their first battle, or have they uh, been in battle with many, many others in the past? So element number one is we have a hero or a character. Element number two, our character has some problems that they need to address to, to get what they want. And number three, they meet a guide. Number four, the guide will present a plan. So once you have the guide, then element number four in every story is the, 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 he, the, the guide comes up with a plan once they understand your problem. So again, you need a guide with empathy and authority, and then they need to de help you develop a plan. And some elements that are crucial, I believe, in a plan, as I've already mentioned, First of all, they need to understand you uniquely, how you're uniquely wired and what uniquely matters to you. Number two, they need to help you evaluate your resources. We all come into these challenges, not just with challenges, but we also have resources. So evaluate the resources. Number three, the guide needs to present a plan that has options. There may be more than one right answer, and we've talked a bit about this as well. Uh, so there needs to be options so that you can understand the various trade-offs. So not only do you need a plan A, you need a plan B, C, and D as well. And in that plan, the guide would need to help you implement the plan that's congruent with your values and your unique needs and your purpose. And then finally, as part of the plan, the guy needs to be with you as your circumstances change. So those are the things that would be element uh, number four is the guide needs to help you with a plan that has some of those particular elements. But the best laid plans are useless, however, if you don't have element number five, which is a call to action. So it's, it's not just about being intellectually educated. You've actually got to call take action. So the fifth element in these stories is the guide calls the hero to an action. And these actions are oftentimes uncomfortable and scary and uncertain and, and uh, the outcome uh, is all is not guaranteed. And there's oftentimes a direct call to action and then there's oftentimes a traditional, I'm sorry, transitional call to action. And the call to action could be simply hiring a guide, putting the plan in place, going to the woods, metaphorically, to do the hard work of figuring out what really matters. And then the transitional is just make sure that you have a partner along for the journey. 
as you, as you journey forward. So that's the fifth element of the story is the call to action. The sixth and the seventh elements are once you do the call to action, you either have success or failure. And so in the story or in the movie or in the book, the hero has the problem, they address the problem, the guide coaches them through some alternatives, helps them make the, the choices, calls them to action, they put the action in place, and you either have success or failure. Uh, so what does success look like for my hero, this mid to late career business person or this individual who's recently transitioned to this second half of meaning and purpose? Well, a successful result means you have the freedom that you were seeking. You're engaged in the journey. The journey is not drudgery, it's joy. You have clarity, you have confidence. You're making an impact on the next generation. You're making an impact on society. You live differently than others who are glued to CNBC or the Wall Street Journal and uh, trying to control the uncontrollable. And you have the peace of mind knowing that you have a partner who's along for the journey as circumstances change. So that's what success might look like. But again, there are as many definitions of success uh, are there, as there are heroes. So each hero may have a different definition of success. In the hero that we guide, those are some commonalities. So what happens if you don't put in the plan or you put in the wrong plan or you hire the wrong guide? Um, you could get the, instead of success, you could get the tragic result. Uh, so the tragic result is, you know, you're still on the treadmill. You're still, you know, running on the treadmill, but still feeling unfulfilled, still not having joy, still not having freedom. You've transferred the stress and complexity of your life one or your work life with a new level of complexity or stress in your retired life. So that would be a tragic result. Um, you're unfulfilled. You're, you're not, you don't have freedom. You don't impact the next uh, generation. You don't impact society. So those are the, so those are, those are the elements. Those are, that's element five and six. You either have success or you have failure. And it's a, you know, this is a serious, uh, endeavor. Uh, and so obviously, uh, those are the things that you're, you're trying to decide. The final element is there's transformation of the hero. The hero at the end of the journey or the end of the story or the end of the movie, not only has their circumstances changed, but they have changed. So in this journey, my metaphorical journey for my mid to late career uh, business professional or recently uh, retired uh, individual, is they're not the same person anymore. They've gone from being stressed and worried, never thinking they have enough, to a life of meaning and purpose, they're peaceful, and they're living in context, meaning they're in arenas where they feel like they're making a difference. So, in closing, I just wanted to use the elements of uh, Joseph Campbell's story, or Donald Miller's eight elements of uh, what's in a story, to talk about who we try to guide in these shows or in my professional life. So again, so my hero is this mid to late career business professional who's seeking clarity and confidence to live a great life, who's got these challenges, 
that needs a guide. And again, I encourage you, if you're, if you're in this stage of life, to find a guide. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about our firm, uh, you can check us out at tannagrowth.com. Uh, you can also check out past episodes of the podcast and our monthly blog there as well. We'd welcome you to subscribe to the podcast. You can do that there, or there's a link there to iTunes. Check us out. Um, we'd love to hear from you as well. If you have any interest, you can reach out to us at info at We would love to hear from you. So as you are in your hero's journey, to the extent that um, you face some of these challenges as you're transitioning, I encourage you to uh, evaluate a guide. And um, again, if you'd like to learn more, check us out. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to help you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Jeff or comments on the show, feel free to reach out to us at moneyandmeaning at tandemgrowth.com. Or you can find us on the web at www.tandemgrowth.com. Jeff Bernier is the President and Chief Investment Officer at Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This show is a production of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC. All information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as specific financial, legal, or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Listeners should not rely on the content of this podcast as the basis for any investment decisions. A professional advisor should be consulted and or independent due diligence should be conducted before implementing anything discussed in this show. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not make any representations or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, such as guests on the podcast, and takes no responsibility for the same.